Obviously, you made a right turn, because here's the wrong kind of podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the wrong kind of podcast. Today in studio, we have Greg Wilkinson. He is a candidate for the 11th District of the Kansas House of Representatives. Hello, Greg. Hey, Justin. How are you doing today, Megan, man? Nancy. Good to be here. I uh, brought the uh, cool weather back from Detroit, so you and can... Uh, I have some good friends that live right on the first street, and, and they also just got back from Michigan. They were only there a week, though. So they're so trying to take credit for my... It was you. It was you. I'll have to let them know. I don't know. I came back early, know. and it didn't come back with me. Uh, yeah. I had to wait for the... Anyway, I, I, I do want to um, compliment you on, on uh, doing what you do to uh, help your fellow... My fellow employees out yeah yeah well so. we started this to try to educate people on how things work it doesn't always work but uh then you know of course we start telling fart jokes so and then it goes down that road but uh yeah so the main goal of this is to educate people and just have a conversation that you can't have on the local radio station or in a newspaper because you get people talking for more than three minutes you might find out who they really are uh-oh but anyway, some people uh, don't like that. Some people don't like that. No. But whatever. I mean, everybody's human. I don't agree with uh, everybody I voted with. I don't agree with hundred percent on. So you have to pick and choose what you yeah. want. I got a survey question when, um, and they was about. I told them I was a Democrat, and they said, you know, just identify as liberal, progressive. I said, no, I'm a Democrat. No. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know what those things. Well, liberal, you know, liberate. I get that, you know, but. Yeah, I don't know. To me, li- <laughs> to me, liberal is uh, be free with. To me, that's and I feel like that's where we went a little bit on the party that I used to vote for, just right down the road. So I really don't have a home anymore. I'm kind of floating out in the middle of the ocean here, trying to pick which ones I like, and my uh, my ballot will be purple all the way down, most likely. Just the way yeah, it is. I, um, yeah. I've got a lot of opinions. I've known Derek Smith for twenty years, and. I've been involved with uh, politics in one way or another most of my life because my mother actually ran the first woman mayor of Wichita's campaign, and she ended up being the Cedric County Democratic Party chairman for a while. (laughs) I helped with several campaigns, actually met the current uh, minority leader of the House in in the state of Kansas here back in the 80s, uh, Michael Tom Sawyer. So. They wrote a book about him, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think he just goes by Michael, but I always known him as Michael Tom. So, mm. uh, so I don't know. So, me and you had spoke. You and I. I'm sorry, Mary, to you. the English teacher and the reading teacher. But uh, we had spoke about having you in here after the primary. But uh, you reached out to me a few days ago because you wanted to talk about something, and it is the uh, what is the official title of that state question? Oh goodness. The value them both. Of me. Value them both. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's like a called. I don't know so, HRC something yeah. something something anyway, five something. It's something. basically about uh, moving forward with uh, legislation in the House on uh, abortions and abortion laws, and you wanted to come in here and speak a little bit about that and some other things, I'm sure, before the uh, primary this Tuesday, where the state question will be. So you've got the uh, you've got the chair here. All right. Well, um, first off, I'll. Thank you again for having me. But um, it was uh, two things that struck me about your conversation uh, with Josh. And one was the uh, supremacy clause, or you were complaining about how somebody could be in jail, put in jail in Kansas, 
for something 10 miles away, you could not be put in jail right. for. I think Those you, strange boundaries that we talk yeah, about you're, sometimes. You're, you're yeah. speaking about how I can go to Oklahoma and buy a sack of weed, and then I come to Kansas and get an abortion. But you can't do the, the either on the other side of the line. Yeah, and, you know, I just thought it was an interesting thing. And, and, you know, the whole... Uh, and then the other thing I w- wanted to talk about was... Uh, something you said, and I feel like it's very strongly that it's misinformation, is that you said, no, hold on, Nancy, hold on, Nancy. disclaimer, we don't claim to be any kind of information here. We are people, <laughs> we are people with a microphone, and we get shit wrong. <laughs> and so, all right, well, go ahead. I think it was, I'm not sure, but somebody said the reason why they're against it, The, I mean, for the value them both amendment is because they don't want their tax dollars going to abortion. That was me. And that, but probably any one of us would have said it. But I mean, that's that's just not happening. So explain to me how it's not happening. Well, the only way Medicare or Medicaid would pay for it would be uh, if it was a, uh, in the the life of the mother was at risk. So it is in indeed going to abortion. Well, I mean, how often does that happen? I don't know, but I it mean, is. Well, okay, but that those that situation won't change. I mean, you're gonna you don't want a doctor to save a life of a mother. It's still gonna be. I mean, that's never gonna change. I don't so, think. So, just for clarification, I'm gonna use a quote of one of our producers, Brian, uh, Lord of Time, actually. He said he doesn't want to live in a country where we have to make laws to keep you from getting an abortion. He would rather live in a country where you didn't want to get one. Amen. And that is exactly where I'm at. That's why I'm But I also, we and my wife just had a pretty strong conversation about this about an hour ago, and she is totally opposite of me, and you'll find out you. <laughs> and uh, I do not want a red son of mine going to an abortion. I just don't. And that's just my own personal feeling. But go ahead. You were speaking. I'm sorry. Oh, I just think in, in a democratic society, inevitably, your tax dollars are going to go for things you don't approve of. That is correct. That is correct. And um, so, and I I think I like that, um, what your producer said. I mean, because nobody really is pro-abortion. So uh, I would I disagree think, with that. Yeah. What was the statistic that we saw that like one of the birth control providers was saying that they are running low because they're... Um, people are, since Roe v. Wade was overturned and all that's come with that, that they have had, what was it? It was like three times the amount of people requesting birth control now that previously to that, like people, I mean, the way that they presented the information was that they're literally using abortion as birth control. I, so I I don't know. I I think that we do have people who are just okay with. Well, I, mean, I know uh, I know a woman that's had three of them, and she used them as birth control, and I don't approve of it at all. And she's right. a huge Republican, Trump supporter. So, but she won't tell anybody else that. But <laughs> I, you know, I would never tell her name. But you know, um, so I mean, I disagree with that as well. And I, you know, I get into conversations with religious people, and and uh, you know, it it's it's weird. Well, I'm going to back up a little bit. I'm going to talk about the Planned Parenthood and preventing abortion, that whole concept that you guys are talking about. Let's have a world that there is no abortions, you know. And uh, and I and I made the comment in the uh, – Martha from Coffeeville Journal interviewed me. She's very professional. She takes her job very seriously, and, you know, I like her a lot. Um, but, yeah, she – I said if they really want to stop abortions, they'd have a Planned Parenthood in every county. 
you know, uh, I don't think a Planned Parenthood in Kansas has ever done a, an abortion. I mean, maybe they've hosted, you know, had a, a medical doctor came in. There are uh, ones in um, Topeka and up closer to Kansas City that offer abortion services, Planned Parenthoods. Well, just the two in the state, but there's two of them: one in Topeka and one in yeah, Kansas I mean, City the, area. I mean, they're not a doctor comes in and performs. I don't know. I just yeah. know that the services are yeah. offered at Planned Parenthood. Yeah, in those two places. Right, and so in tax dollars do support Planned Parenthood, and and I just think, I mean, just this whole thing with COVID, you know, you have disease. It's very good for women's health care to have Planned Parenthoods around, especially poor communities, and I think you could say that. Um, Coffeeville, down to you know, is a lower median income Statist- area. Statistically, you are yes, correct. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and then, and then it's the old idea: we don't want STDs running rampant, and we don't want a lot. We don't want teen pregnancies, and and to have these services available is awesome. And I'd be hundred percent okay with saying, you know, Planned Parenthood, you can't have anything to do with abortion. I'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. But like I said, we live in a democracy. We don't always get things just the way we want them. And uh, but I actually, when I said that, I had forgot what a boogeyman to the right Planned Parenthood is, and uh, you know, and it's weird how things get, you know, identified. And because I, I uh, we get Oklahoma radio, and I saw a, a <laughs> only, senator, right? Only Oklahoma. <laughs> right. I heard a senator saying he was going to defund Planned Parenthood, and I forgot they've been talking about that for a decade, you know. But um, we do have the CHC here, though, that CHC SEK Community Health Clinic of Southeast Kansas that does offer um, birth control to teenagers. Mature minor doctrine happens. So we know that that's a thing. And um, low income people like it's all if you don't have insurance, they do it based on your income type thing. So we have one in Parsons, one in Pittsburgh, one in Coffeeville, one in each of the school buildings here in Coffeeville. Right, right. And um, well, I appreciate that information. I didn't know that. I got all my uh, COVID shots there. But, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. they're great. I didn't know they yeah, we did do income drive-through flu vaccines and all that kind of stuff there. Sliding but, yeah. scale. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it just in, information like that's always good. An alternative to uh, Planned Parenthood, basically. Mm-hmm. You know? um, yeah, I don't really understand, you know, some of the battle lines have been drawn a long time ago, you know, and... Uh, and I just, my mother, I just know the battle she went through, and a lot of women in my mother's age, you know, I was born in 61, you know, and my mom was born in 39, so, you know, she was the women out there fighting for women's rights, you know, and and there's so many scenarios that I can't even imagine them all, that a woman would need to have an abortion, you know, that you, you don't know if you can fit every scenario into a law. Well, I, I want to say that there's, there's nothing more evident than maybe the representatives that are marching in the streets that maybe aren't the best faces for the pro-choice movement that spew vitriol and, and you know, oh, my, my favorite abortion was such and such and such, like or I should be allowed to Phillips you know, and- have as many as I want. And just the, the negativity that comes with a certain mindset that, you know, on one side you have the people that are pro-choice that say, oh, the life of the mother incest, rape, yada, yada. And then you have the other side who seem to be the most boisterous about Mm -hmm. it that say, oh, I'm going to use it as birth control like we discussed earlier. Those people always seem to be the ones that get the most press and have the loudest voices. Well, 
I'll say that the right does a ha- great job of magnifying the few of the worst. That's funny because I would say the exact opposite of of that. I was actually looking up because I wanted to know, like, statistically, what I was because I figured somebody in this conversation today would say rape and incest. So point two in 2019, 0.2% of all abortions were reported as due to rape and 1.8 were because of incest relationships. So put that together and you have two that were due to the two of them out of the whole gamut of things, which was 887 mil or thousand, not million geez, thousand abortions in the United States. I don't know about worldwide, but yeah, I mean, I don't think women should be able to say they don't know who the father is on their, on the birth certificate. Agreed. You know? Agreed. I mean, yeah. so they don't want to, the, the father to be held liable. So maybe they don't want to say they were raped. I don't, I really don't know. Well, I'm just saying, that's what's reported. Because somebody no. should go to jail if somebody's raped. Mm. Right. And if they're under 16, it's a rape regardless. Yes. Well, and there's another argument that which, says that you yeah, can't legislate morality, which is another argument that the pro-choice people make, that you can't legislate people into not making this, these decisions. But on the other side of the coin, it's a human rights issue to a lot of people when it comes to the life of an unborn child. And then you get into the debate of, the moment of conception, the heartbeat of the child. When is it actually a child? We're, we're getting into real mucky waters here whenever there's debates and people are saying the child isn't a child until it's self-sufficient. Well, I mean, a so child like can't sustain. You know, I, yeah, I, know, I know teenagers and, and yeah. older people that can't hardly sustain their own lives. So, I mean, you get into real mucky waters and I realize that's when legalities need to be put on the book. And, you know, what's some of your opinions on I, that? Well, I recently, um, you know, been just thinking about all this. And, it, it you know, when the, after they overturned Roe versus Wade, I wasn't really, you know, thinking about it a lot. You know, so. Um, and then, I, you know, the more you think about it is, well, you're not going to eliminate abortions. No. And you don't want to have them free, unfettered or whatever. And so. It, it seems like that's the situation for a compromise. And it almost seems like Roe versus Wade was actually a good good compromise. Mm. You know, I mean, I don't know. But overturning it didn't really do anything except give the rights back to the states to decide. Yeah, and well, that's a scary thing, right? I mean, because that's whatever, but I mean, these, what they're doing in these states. Uh, man, you probably couldn't have said anything that I can disagree with more, and that's the scary thing you said. It, And I don't... I, I debate myself constantly. And if you listen to the podcast at all, I, I he can talk himself in full circle. I can talk myself. <laughs> I can talk myself completely out of my position and then back into it. It's crazy. I believe that Roe versus Wade was the correct decision based upon the fact that it does not guarantee you the right to have an abortion in the constitution. It doesn't say that anywhere in there. Mm. Now, do you mean overturning or that Roe v. Wade was, it was well, the correct? It, I'm sorry. Yes. The overturning of Roe versus Wade was the correct decision based upon if you really looked at the constitution and said, does it guarantee you the right to have an abortion in the United States of America? I don't believe that it does. And putting it back into the state's rights, I believe was the correct thing to do because if I'm living someplace that is doing things that I don't like, it may be time for me to find a different neighborhood. To move if, 10 minutes south. If I want to smoke weed and not have an abortion, I'm going to go 10 minutes south. <laughs> if if I want to 
not smoke weed and go to jail for having a joint, but I want to abort my fetus, and I guess I'll stay right here. You know, which is just so ass backwards Kansas <laughs> legislation. Pull your head out of your collective ass. But anyway, uh, he has strong opinions. <laughs> a little bit. But I, I think you can well, take the abortion debate and the gun debate and just exchange the two topics, and we're doing the exact same thing. The, the left likes to say, you said it yourself, we got to have some compromise. We got to do this. It's, you know, and then the, and then the, the right will be like, well, we can't be killing these babies. It's the same topic. It's just the one that they pick to get their, their base riled up. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like we've never solved immigration, and we've been arguing about that since the 80s. <laughs> yeah. you know? And they're not going to. And we, talk, we talked about doing something about health care for 30 or 40 years, and and then, of course, yeah. one side does something, and they're villainized for it. Right. Just to give you an idea of where I am politically, I just left Detroit, Michigan, and I was at the United Auto Workers Constitutional Convention. I was surrounded by. I got to hear the Michigan governor speak. I got to hear the Labor Department of Labor Tech Secretary uh, speak. I got to hear the, uh, the uh, mayor of Detroit speak. I got to hear a representative from Michigan, all Democrats. I'm sitting in a room of giant Democrats, so I'm... I live on both sides of the fence. Well, yeah, and, you know, that's another thing that's been villainized, unions, right? Yeah. And I think uh, that's, that's more, wrong. More than 51% of the United Auto Workers voted for Trump in 2016. It, you know, we're going to go off on this little tangent for a minute about unions. It's all right. The, uh, I went on strike twice for unions, and, and a, a lot of uh, the two things we went on strike for was uh, no um, premiums and no, uh, stop outsourcing mm-hmm. and i'll be gosh darn if that wasn't a big issue for years after that rising health care costs so our the union's position was that boeing was in a better situation to negotiate with the insurance companies and and um you know and then the outsourcing is a huge problem yep. you know and i i just think it's funny that small town can small rural areas have actually been hurt worse by yes. Republican policies than anybody, you know, because all that outsourcing, like all those suppliers for Boeing and Wichita, say, used to be all these little mom and pop shops throughout Kansas. Mm-hmm. But they sent all that shit to China, yeah. and it wasn't a Democrat. And somehow, when when uh, when somebody uses the term global elites, I think people's mind go to Democrats. And I, I just always yeah. I always think it's odd the people who actually, you know, were standing up for rural America and. and by the way, Laura Kelly's done a, a fantastic job. I don't think anybody can argue with that. But anyway, I don't have an opinion really. Whatever. Yeah. But uh, we could talk about Oklahoma governors, though. Like uh, that's all we hear about down here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, uh, they are just going I'm just down saying, like, we on. We don't. We don't hear much about. I hear a lot of negative commercials there. about Stitt. Like, yeah. Man. Yeah. And I said something to somebody. I said, "Well, I give the guy respect. He was a uh, uh, anti-vaxer before COVID, right? Yeah." And but he got the COVID vaccine, you know, to encourage his yeah. residents. Yeah. I, I, I gave him credit for that, but you know, I don't know what he's done to make some people so angry down there. But he's uh, the Trump of Oklahoma. Well, he's, I mean, uh, he's no, they got so Republican attack ads. I mean, I don't know what tweet. I don't know what's going on no, down there. Right. <laughs> here's here's something. It's a total different topic, but it kind of goes back to your polarization. So I'm standing at a bus stop with dozens of my union brothers and sisters. We're all wearing union shirts. We've all got, I mean, you might as well just got a fluorescent sign above us. Union members. Well, uh, we're standing there, and a guy rolls by in a car and yells, Trump 2024. 
Well, somebody there was like, did he really just say that? Wow. <laughs> so five minutes before, I had saw a young man wearing a shirt that said, make, me, make tweets mean again. He was clearly a Trump supporter. This was a black man. And the group he was yelling at was quite a few minorities. And I just thought to myself, this is where we're at. When he said that, he was attacking us, you know, because he... Not was, knowing anything about you. He, really. he didn't know nothing about <laughs> us. He knew, he knew nothing about us. He assumed that we were all Democrats. And then when the two ladies that said that, who are also minorities, said, wow, did he really say that? Uh. I'm sitting here thinking, good God, man. You know, <laughs> can we... You're attacking people standing on the side of the road that you have no idea who they are. You're attacking this guy because he said something about Trump and you couldn't believe he said that based upon the way he looked. And that's how I took it. Maybe I'm wrong. But I was well, I mean, I mean, if Good you didn't, Lord. when you first told the story, you didn't say what color they were. So yeah, I just took it as like, okay. they were just like, well, and you said it was obviously a union member. Yeah. And I just took it as somebody saying, wow, I can't believe you said that. Yeah. That doesn't seem like a, a huge overreaction. But, I was, you know. I was just trying to paint a picture of, he made assumptions about us. And right. it sounded like from the tone of those ladies' voices were making an assumption about him. And let's not forget, Biden said, if you're not voting for Democrat, you aren't black. Isn't that what he said or something like yeah. that? Well, yeah, he That did. situation goes to show that bias holds no bounds. Yeah, it's like, God dang, we're just attacking each other for some stupid That's shit. That's all it is. Well, and everything in 20, well, it started years ago. And maybe it's always been this way. But everything is to realize right, everything is political. We are yeah. divided by our politics. I I think now more than ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I used to, just a month or two ago, I said, I can't wait till we go back a time where I can go around, hang out with people, and never know who they right? align with. Got to get rid of social media then. Uh, I mean, like I said, I mean, John John Adams and Thomas Jefferson were calling each other all kinds of names when they were running against each other. You know, I mean, they were, they hated each other. And it was, it was highly publicized in the media at that time and whatnot. So that, that's all, that divide's always been that way, but it's so easy to do now. I think uh, George Washington and Thomas Jefferson didn't get along that that well either. Mm. And famously, Washington was a big, he had a lot of problem with media, you know? oh, yeah. so he 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 complained about it. You know, it's been going on their entire. Well, it just got, keeps got a mouthful of wooden teeth. I'd be pissed off too. Man. <laughs> Can't eat normal. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, but I just I I just there's some people that don't think unions should be a part of. I would disagree with them. And well, and and and, <laughs> so and, just and me. I just had a conversation the other day. There was three guys and. I was in downtown Sedan. I own some property in Sedan. My mom lives there, and uh, my uh, and we got into a conversation, and and I don't know uh, his his uh, he has three daughters who are teacher, and he was you know bragging about how anti union he is. I go, but you're okay with police unions, and he goes, oh yeah. So what the hell's the difference? <laughs> Pick and, juice, pick and juice. What the hell is the difference between a union and a police union? Well, I think I think police have a, a complex job, and and they may, I don't know, I I do think they need a union. I think teachers need a union because it's a complex job, and I don't think they should build airplanes without union workers because you can you don't want to pressure somebody because of time. Because I told a senior manager more than once to fuck off, and I wouldn't have been able to do it if I wasn't a union. <laughs> Such <member>. language. <laughs> um, no. I don't know. So I'm a big union fan. I don't know if you have to have union workers to do the job, but I know that had I not been a member of a union last year, we went on strike for five weeks 
had I not been a member of a union, we would have got a cut in pay and we would have not been able to keep my earnings in check with the inflation that's happened today. Cola. From, yeah. a, from a company that makes a profit of $6.7 billion. Wow. So, you know. Uh, it, it's, it's, the, it's an equalizer, right? And, and you can even argue that if it weren't for unions, some union jobs wouldn't make as good of money as they do now. I would argue with you, and I'm sure some people out there would love to argue with me, and they can come in here if they want. But if the union movement had never started and got some labor laws in place, I would argue that well, across the, the board, you would be making less money now. Very different. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Hell, I mean, they raised everybody's wages. Labor Day, for one. Yeah. Everybody that gets off on Labor Day and sends pictures of their boats and well, shit. Well, people don't realize... <laughs> You know, it's the unions that gave the Christmas to New Year's break, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the 40-hour work week, sick, sick leave, holiday, um, bereavement. I mean, all that's unions, you know? I mean, you know, 10-minute uh, breaks, you know? It's right. like it's yeah. a lot of stuff that you know people have to take for granted, and which is the rights women have is also taken for granted. How many women's lives are different because of what the women's movement did in the 60s? You know, I mean, women couldn't get a credit card in 1970 before 1974. So, so back to your original topic, while I was at my UAW conference, I had women coming up to the mic speaking on uh, abortion rights and Roe versus Wade. And I really wish we could keep that separate from the labor movement, because to me, how much I make an hour and whether or not I get paid vacation or not to me really has nothing to do were with Were they the, doing it in regards to like trying to get leave covered for that? I mean like it, is that a thing it, like it, it medical leave is medical leave? It didn't appear that way. Oh. It was just women getting up basically using the opportunity to speak in front of a couple using thousand a people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean I would whatever. agree that uh, that powers of be should like make that a a separate conversation. Uh you know because you want to have a union that discusses labor issues. Right. Well, like Not any social. organization, anything's going to have an abuse of power. You'd think yeah. that they would rein it in a little bit. No, but that's didn't. just from an outside looking in perspective. I'm, yeah. No, I didn't. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. So, uh, well, um, so we covered uh, my problem about the uh, information about yeah, yeah. paying for abortions. Mm-hmm. And uh, I agree that, you know, that you did have a point to, you didn't want any dollar ever. No matter what the justification was to go for an abortion, I would say that was about other things though too, not just abortion. Like right. I don't want a gender reassignment surgery. I don't want to. No. I don't want my tax money well, going for that, I, especially if they're prisoners, which seems to be the time when that kind of comes around the which most. Which the term gender reassignment surgery? I'm pretty sure whoever came up Is with that, that wrong, terminology oh, I thought you were gonna was, tell me I was using the higher term. than ten sacks of groceries. <laughs> right. Well, like any. Any medical decision that boils down to choice over a necessity, right? You kind of want to tap the brakes on. Well, I mean, and that brings up a whole I've other. I've got, debate. I've got opinions about. Uh, you know, it's always odd to me that, and I will make some people angry saying this, and some people I love and, and adore. Way to go! <laughs> <laughs> but when we're talking, I when someone says they're gay and they like women, or another woman says she likes another woman. And then one of the women starts to dra- dress more like a man. Mm. I don't. I'm like, do you really? It. Then, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand. It. You know, because you know, really, I mean, in um, in my household with my mother, you know, women's league of voters, uh, activists, and stuff. You know, I didn't really oh, yeah. have an opinion. I, I always was raised where you love who you love. 
you know, and, and, and falling in love is, is a hell of a thing. And, yeah, and, and, falling uh, in love is a hell of a thing. You can't yeah. control that Wait, shit, man. I was like, are you about to complain? Cause we <laughs> <have this? laughs> I, I, I do believe that when a human falls in love with another human, sometimes they don't really give a shit what anybody yeah. else thinks. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd say every time. Right, right. Yeah. And so, and I, you know, and that's, you know, as far as the debate about gay marriage is what the business is it of the government? It really is. Yeah, right. <laughs> And it's odd yeah, that yeah. the you know the people talk about liberty and everything are worried about what women do in the bedroom or you know and you know they're talking about all kinds of stuff when they're talking about rolling back these Roe versus Wade protections mm. and it's just weird you know this especially these guys that are big on liberty like uh, um, your previous guest here Mr. Tucker Josh uh, Tucker yes yeah uh, he uh, Jake. Jake. And then it, oh, it's just, Josh. Is it Josh? Josh Tucker, yes. See, oh, okay. I had it right. You got me to get it wrong. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, sorry. And I met him at Summer Celebration. But anyway, you know, it just seems like the people that are for liberty, you know, especially the way the, uh, the Kansas Supreme Court made the decision in 2019, they said all people have the right to pursue life, liberty, or to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, mm-hmm. even women. So, and, huh. and, and so. Right, and she doesn't get pregnant one day and lose all those rights, and that was the argument. And and then it's like the Kansas Republican legislature said, "Well, we can't have that shit." So that's how it feels to the women, and they're angry, and they may say don't, some don't, stuff. Please that don't. They do. I'm just. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Please don't say to the women because that's not. It's not my opinion at all. And oh, okay. As the only woman in here, I'm going to say, please don't lump us all together in that. The. Well, talking about taking away their rights goes back to that whole constitutional thing. Is is it in the Constitution that you have the right to an abortion? No, I, it's not. It doesn't appear that way. And but it also, at least not from my, you know, I'm not, I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, but from my understanding of it, it doesn't appear to be there. But it also, like, I'm not. I don't disagree with you on the like the the gay marriage and all that. It, the I, I don't care. Right. Like, I, I, as long as you're not like, um, I, 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 there's no as long as anything. I don't care what you do. Like, this isn't anything that's like. Um, well, I think it's as long stomping. as it doesn't adversely affect our pursuit of happiness. We well, really don't give a shit. Well, right. I have to say though that it's more than that because whether or not somebody else has an abortion or not really doesn't affect my pursuit of happiness either. Other mm. than I think that that's a person, and I'm I'm one of those people who's like I staunchly am against abortion. Like. Can I share the conversation we had this morning? Yeah, sure. I think I finally figured out where I draw the line. So, I'm not going to say no names, but I saw a picture of a 28-week, right? Yeah, 28 weeks, yeah. That was born. That was fucking human. It had toes and fingers and it had a head. It was a, that was a human. Mm-hmm. So, clearly, that's not okay. I think I have finally figured out my line in the sand. Let's say you go out and... And you uh, you do the dirty, right? To the, the dance of the two-back beast. And, well, you miss your period the next month. I think that's where the window starts. I don't think you can miss two periods. If you miss the next period, you're having a baby. Because you've had a month. But you know lots of people... See, look I don't at know. Me, look at me having plain devil's advocate on this. What? Mm. You have... But to put holes in your argument, I guess, with that, people, women miss periods all the time. Well, then go down and get a check to see if you're pregnant. Every time I miss a period? Maybe. If you don't want to have a kid, right? 
What if he missed two in a row? That's what uh, I said, two in a he row. He has no idea. That's why it's a complicated no issue. Sorry, what? I don't even. He has no idea. And you know what? You're basically saying, you're basically, and I'm not disagreeing with you, you're basically proving the argument right that maybe three of us in this room shouldn't be having this conversation. No, I just think it's an issue that a compromise. Because I barely know what the fuck's going on in her head. <laughs> and, I, and I love her to death. <laughs> and I, don't, I hardly understand her, you know. But it's just a situation where the Roe vs. Wade was like a not unfettered abortion. And then... And like the states have, like Kansas, I think I put on my post that it was a two-day waiting period, but I actually looked up; it's a one-day waiting period. And, like buying a gun, huh? And then, uh, well, there you go again. I always have to wait two. a week. <laughs> I always have to wait a week. Here's something I got a question. Are for. you former military? No, I think oh, okay. it's just because I've lived in too many different oh, okay. states. Here's here's something I, I've kind of been thinking about, and I was talking to that producer earlier about this yesterday when we was riding a cab or something. I don't know, he's doing something, but. Uh, why is the Kansas state legislator suddenly putting a question on the ballot to find out and to get permission from us to make laws about something? Because Roe v. Wade was overturned. Which no, 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 no. They had already had this on the ballot. Before then? But, but my question well, is, that's the point. Why didn't right? they educate us? But what, and that's my whole reason why I'm running. No, that, it's the that, damn accountability. That's not what here. I'm getting at. Why yeah. are they asking permission to do what I think they already have the authority to do? According to the Kansas Constitution. No, that's that 2019 ruling. What it, They ruled, because there's already laws on the book, but they ruled a much more restrictive abortion law. And, can, and the Kansas Supreme Court overturned it. Don't know that new law, but they didn't erase any of the other laws. And that is the argument of value than both uh, proponents. They're saying that. Well, now it's just a lawsuit away from them overturning they're all wanting, these laws. They're wanting to amend the Constitution so that it is legal for them to do that. Right. Okay. And here's my next part of that. We're going to give them authority to do that if this passes. So then why don't they get together up there in Topeka and put together a bill and then have us vote on it again? Hey, Say, hey this I, is I, what we decided. How do you guys think about this? And they could do the same thing with the marijuana law, by the way. There's a weird dynamic going on right now where there's a lot of pro-life people that are going to vote no on this bill they right here. They don't want blame for this well, shit. They, well, they don't want a mandate on the books in this current form that this bill would put on the books. They don't want a, a state government mandate for abortion one way or the other because right. they believe that it justifies any type of abortion being dictated by mm. the government. Well, and it and it would. I was reading like the uh i don't know the short version of of this and it um it had specific language even in that about when there would be um exceptions to any rule type thing no requirements for abortion of course like they're never going to mandate you to have an abortion mm -hmm. that's but what a lot of the i guess i assume that would never come to pass well i mean there's laws already in the book and in kansas it's not exactly like Roe versus Wade. It's 22 weeks. So what's the difference then? Why are we doing this if it's already in the books? Well, I, you know what? I, I think the Supreme Court um, said that a woman has the right to an abortion by th overthrowing these real restrictive laws that would be so restrictive that basically she wouldn't have that right. Are you talking about Roe v. Wade or what happened in Kansas? I'm, I'm talking about Kansas. Okay. And, I, and, and then, you know, back to the conversation with Roe versus Wade... You know, when y'all say it's not in the Constitution, because that's exactly what the Constitution says, that anything not specified in the Constitution is returned to the states. So it's hard argument to say that that was a bad ruling based on that. But, you know, there's a lot of other arguments 
that have said that that's okay for a, a federal law. Mm, wouldn't know. that be exactly what I said? You aren't guaranteed a right from the federal government? Well, I, I, I thought you were also referring to the state constitution. No. no. Oh, okay. By the, fed, the, by the Constitution <laughs> right. of the United States of America, yeah, it doesn't okay. guarantee you. Well, there are right. a lot of things on the books that are ruled on by precedent that need to be returned back to the states anyway. This is probably just one of a laundry list of things that don't get all the press and all the media that they should that need to be returned be back honest, to the states is... in the first place. Well, it's a complicated issue, right? Because when you talk about insurance and people moving and you talk about gay marriage and people moving right. from one state, and, you, and basically marriage, as far as the government's concerned, is a tax issue, right? right. right. Let's be honest. <laughs> I was just going to say, it really all, all comes it back the to The government money. wants to get its ends, right? Everything right. So it gives you that piece of money. paper. I mean, the conversation we're having about abortion is coming back, first, a lot of people, to money, right? I mean, that's why... He's talking about voting yes on this because of money. I mean, the the marriage thing's all about money. Everything it's it's all about money. Mm -hmm. They don't. I, I think <laughs> most people be surprised that in when the least productive in Congress in the history of the United States as uh, two thousand the first uh, couple of years under Obama, um, they voted themselves two raises. Of course they did. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and 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 you don't hear a lot about that and. I, that still makes me mad, you know, but... Um, uh, I want to vote myself a raise. Right. There's, there's the guy that got me to quit voting blue right there. That guy. Which guy? Obama. Oh. I voted for him the first time. Um, hmm. No drama, Obama. You didn't like the health care? I didn't like a lot of his bullshit. Oh. It's a laundry list of shit. So anyway. Oh. I thought it was no drama, Obama. I don't remember a lot. I thought it was a health care thing. And he tried to do immigration reform, but that didn't well, work. Well, part out. of his health care issue was they called it a Cadillac plan. Basically, my union went out and negotiated a pretty damn nice insurance package for me and my fellow employees. And then now Obama's going to come along and say, you got too good a shit, man. We're going to have to charge you next for this so that the guy over here that won't drag his ass off the couch every day can have something similar to what you got. I, I, I would... Uh the devil's in the details. I, I would say the Cadillac plan is more like what your congressman has, not what you have as a working man. I, hey, I, got, I got damn good insurance. We have to, I want to mention two things about unions before I forget, and my Montgomery County Democrat <laughs> friends. Melinda, who's running this Vote No campaign, is the group of women that were sending y'all care packages down here good, good during, the, during the strike. Who's she with? The Montgomery County who? No, she's not. She's, she's from a group up in the Topeka Lawrence area, and she's done doing the Vote No campaign. What is their, what's their group? I, they're probably just uh, the, the Democratic Party up there in Shawnee County or something, you okay. know. And they were sending uh, y'all food and stuff. And well, I mean, I appreciate she was sending me something, but I mean, just because she sent me a gift, I don't necessarily have. I, no, I'm just saying that you know you, you did get some support. And I and the other thing I wanted to talk about unions was man, I miss being in the union because when I wasn't in the union, I worked for Boeing for a long time, right? But a, a lot of times I was in management, so I didn't. Have Ooh, a union, so really? and then uh, supplier management don't, don't get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, they every six months I'd get a notice, your benefits have changed. I never got those notices when I was in the union, you know, and it was never a change for the good, mm. you know. I mean, and I do miss that, but anyway, uh, just uh, you know, just my things is I just want to make people sure of what that uh, abortions aren't paid for by the state. Unless in rare circumstances, but that means they are right, 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 and and uh, and we and I just wanted you know the supremacy clause and 
and how you were bringing up having to go back and forth across borders. And, and it's the third thing is it seems like something we're never going to agree on. And it's like... We won't. Just, and, I mean, that's what makes people people. It has to be a, a compromise. Yeah. I mean, it just has to be. You know, we can't... And we could just all agree to all go back to church and quit fighting over this stuff and, and work through your churches and, and make every pregnant woman feel loved and make sure that her babies are loved, you know? Um, the Lord Kelly just strengthened this. She had already done it, but the health care that they provide for new mothers. Just recently she did more to it. I don't really know the details. Yeah, but, thanks. That's, that's my pay a, increase. Well, Lord Kelly's got us with three, three, I mean, $3 billion surplus. And, you know, and that what really hurts me about this value than both thing is, is, you know, we were getting ready. She, we could afford, we have a $3 billion surplus. We could afford to implement that sales tax elimination immediately. Oh, we don't want to do that. You know, we, we'd rather work on our political futures than what's best for Kansans. And that pisses me off. And then Derek Schmidt goes around and proposes a tax for, uh, cut taxes on rich people. Just right, you know, like a month later, he's eliminating tax on retirement income. So right now, unless you make more than $89,000 a year in retirement income, you don't pay any taxes. And I personally don't know anyone that makes more than $89,000 a year in retirement income. What is it, 88000 that you pay on income on your Social Security tax, FICA, right? After eighty eight some thousand dollars, this is a few years ago, you didn't pay any FICA tax. So, yeah, it's the same kind of a deal. It's 115000 where you... Um, where, oh, it's what's where, where the ceiling is, and then that I've had a couple of checks where I didn't have Social yeah. Security taken out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dang, rich man. Oh, I'm mean, I, you know when Trump cut taxes, yeah. I was all these people cheering. They were cheering about twenty bucks. I got I guarantee. You, I got a lot more than twenty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I got a few. Bucks. <laughs> but it was only for a few years. But you know, um, I, just because I have made, you know, I, I, I don't know. There's, I had the, I had the. Um, there's nothing wrong with success. I'm not giving you shit about that. No, I'm. Well, in 2017, Boeing got rid of all their high-paid, experienced help and hadn't worked out for them. They've had production line problems for years since then. And um, I hate to tell them, you know, y'all made that bed. But anyway, um, but, uh, you know, like I said, it's an issue of compromise. And, and, and I just think politicians run on this shit. I'm, you know, I'm pro-gun. And pro-life or whatever they say, and and ninety percent of the Republicans will vote for them. I mean, you know, and they won't even have to say anything else, you know. And then we have these guys like Derek eliminating, uh, you know, pushing back a sales tax, and, and basically say, well, how can I make sure to screw you out of this? Because you know, because I'm going to cut taxes for rich people. Because, like I said, I don't know anybody that makes more than eighty nine thousand. Uh, yeah, when they on retirement income. We need to do away with all this income tax crap and just have a flat sales tax on every item bought, no matter what. Because a lot of corporations will buy a $250 million lot for their president to use at his discretion and then write it off as an expense. Amen, brother. Just, you know. So you applaud the Democrat deal that they just came up with? I know you've been busy. You probably didn't hear. Dude, I've been listening to Democrats all week. Well, they they have. Oh, the Schumer-Mansion compromise? No, I didn't see it. Um, well, they passed this deal with a 15% uh, minimum corporate tax for uh, multinational corporations. There's some caveats. I think it's got to be like over a billion dollars in revenues. I mean, it's not just 
Straight across the board. Yeah, but Schumer mentioned those are both Democrats. So the Democrats figured out a way to work together. Is that right? Hey, man. (laughs) You know what they say about uh, uh, Republicans fall in line and Democrats fall in love. Manchin doesn't fall in line. That's right. (laughs) Oh, they fall in love. That's what they say. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. I'd just like to see a, ba- a a more fair system. I have no problem. When I drive past a rich man's house, I don't try to figure out how to take money away from him. I want to figure out how to get some of it. Well, yeah. I mean, in this the the House Bill 2746, have you read it? No. Well, that's interesting. I'm not you guys nearly, haven't read it. I'm not nearly as informed as you think, and that's why uh, I, earlier when you said I think you guys got some of it wrong, we get a lot of shit. Oh, well, so they – everyone should read it because – and and they did say uh, yesterday that Ty Masterson, the Speaker of the House for Kansas, said he doesn't think he's going to call a special session and pass that because mm-hmm. it's an election year. Look well, yeah, it's all about. We're going to do it. But we're going to wait until after yeah. you vote. Plus, know. you can't let Kelly get uh, credit for uh, doing any kind of marijuana reform either. Some people think that after Schmidt wins, people think he's going to win. I don't know. But uh, after Schmidt wins governor, they're going to work on, uh, well, they have been working on marijuana legislation, but and I think they don't want Kelly to get credit for it. That's hey, politics, man. Hey, I just would love to hear um, Mr. Tucker's opinion on this constitutional amendment for Kansas. I mean, doesn't it kind of piss you off that they didn't, like, have an information campaign? Say, hey, we're going we're gonna to do this amendment to the Constitution, because that kind of should be a big deal. Well, I will tell you that you just you just saw signs popping up, yes or no, in people's yards, and you really had to do a lot of digging. But you should do as a civic duty your own um, research yeah. on these type of things. You see yeah. these signs out in people's yards, you do a little digging. We don't get a lot of media here, and the media that we do get is from Oklahoma. You're not going to hear about that crap right. here anyway, because right. you know we're in the Tulsa market. We hear about the stuff they have going on. Yeah. So I mean, we are left to our own devices when it comes to our own information here. That's that's Which why we're such well for its... we're such a, 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 a vital, a rich and vital public service here. <laughs> it's free. That's well, right. I mean, somebody brought up to Governor Kelly last time she was in town that that they should actually um, figure out a way to get more Kansas media into mm-hmm. the. Yes. They, yeah. they need to change the damn FCC regulations. Yeah, I mean, they took the Pittsburgh and Joplin stations away from this market a few well, years ago. Wait, wait, wait. FCC did that? So do you know that according <laughs> to... Wait a second. Wait. This is a conspiracy theory stuff. No, so the government no. stepped in and said, you can't broadcast... In so here's what I'm going to... Here's what I'm going to... I'm going to probably lean towards him being right. So a couple of years ago, I'm a Chiefs fan, and the dumbasses in Oklahoma... I love you, dumbasses. <laughs> decided that they were suddenly Browns fans because Baker, you know, Mayfield become a Brown. So they showed the Cleveland Brown game on top of my Chiefs game because we, and this is where I'm getting to, mm-hmm. we, according to the FCC, are in the Tulsa media market. The Joplin Pittsburgh media market starts at the Labette County line. So I cannot choose to watch Tulsa on anything unless I have a VPN to and we tried to subvert to, the system but to not <laughs> so if I want to listen to Joplin or Pittsburgh I have to get an antenna and point that way so no they don't say that they can't broadcast here but they sure as hell right. don't give you an option on Hulu on, on, CBS on any Sports, streaming or on cable anything. unless you're on the free uh, airwaves as they call it yeah. you know and you get that digital box for your antenna and then it's un. Pretty much unfettered. You can well, pick up anything you can pick up. I mean, and and that's probably like, I remember years ago, 
um, it was probably like I think it was like ninety eight or something, and I had I was in San Antonio working, and I uh, got cable, and it was you got a basic service and you just bought the channels you want for like a buck, uh-huh. you know. Okay, I want I'll take your basic service and I'll buy it. And why can't you buy? Yeah, can't. and I think your congressman should be able to help you with that cable a la carte. So, well, why can't you buy the Pittsburgh market? Broadcast. I so, mean, and that yeah, that would be us, that would be us. something the Kansas right. legislation and probably even the U.S. legislation would have to say that if you live within Kansas, you ought to be able to pick a station that broadcasts from Kansas to be on any of your streaming. So, devices. I mean, I'll say that I think you've been very poorly represented by your government. Well, I would I would say that is correct, <laughs> yeah. but but it's about money. Oh, you know, and so I, as far as reforming government, is. You know that that one of the raises they gave themselves back in 2014 was uh, they get to keep all the money in their campaign fund before they had to donate, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they get yeah. to keep it. So um, who's that? Toomey. He announced two years ahead of time before he retired. Who do you think he's working for those last two years? Yeah. You know, he. You know, and Kristen Cinema, God bless her heart, but you know she was she's like t- dragging everything out to the last minute, and you know she's out there. At fundraisers. Mm. I wonder how much money she got in her campaign yeah. fund. Yeah, and, and if they think they might lose, they just retire. Yeah, you know, it's sick. There's a lot of insider uh, trading stuff that happens within the government. Um, you know, in both parties for sure. There's oh, a yeah. lot. Of I didn't self- say Democrat. Or no, there's yeah. a lot of self-serving people right. in every facet of government. Well, that's that's people. for dang sure. That's and, people, right? And it, you know, we were talking about earlier worrying about re-election it it seems like nobody gets anything done because they're constantly in self-preservation mode wanting to get re-elected because now suddenly everybody yeah. wants to be a career politician nobody wants to lose well yeah. if you got a, if you got a million dollars a year to staff and have two offices and you have mike minions working for you and yeah. then on top of that you get the best health care in the world sure and on top of that you get the best retirement plan sure. i've right. ever heard of yeah and on top of that you get one hundred eighty-six thousand dollars a year I mean, how could you not develop a superiority <laughs> complex, right? I mean, yeah, they're over. Well, also, just ego alone. Everybody loves to go to places where there are signs with your name on it and everybody's cheering. That's got to be the best dope there mm-hmm. is. The admiration of your fellow man. It has to be. And you don't want to give that up. I mean, you know what the uh, problem with politics are? Humans. That's the problem <laughs> with politics. Well, it's, Every one of us is a human. It's greed. I mean, you know... Um, Mitch McConnell, after they passed the ACA, he come out there and said, you know, because his number one sponsors are insurance companies. Yeah. And, and it's weird, the two industries that have the most lobbyists, the insurance company has two lobbyists per congressman, and so does uh, the pharmaceutical industry. Uh-huh. And in 2002, a Republican Congress, Senate, White House, everybody, they put in the legislation a law that Medicare can't negotiate prices. And so now they've now the, that's part of that new Democrat bill I was telling you about earlier, the minimum fifteen percent corporation tax on multinational companies, and Medicare can negotiate medical prices. What the hell is wrong with that? I think Trump wanted to negotiate prices, didn't he? Yeah, um, but you could talk. You know, I mean, you know, I did, he never tried to do it. But, you know, he, he never did. He never introduced any. I I named my dog Trump. Because when, because <laughs> oh, no. when he said he was going to drain the swamp and, and reform Washington, because to me nothing gets better until we get rid of all the money in mm. Washington. So I'm guessing you didn't vote for Trump. Oh no, he went up there and kissed Paul Ryan's ring and Mitch McConnell's ass, <laughs> Man. and it, and it was like, and then you know, sorry, I named my dog Trump. Mm. <laughs> Fair enough. 
<laughs> he did when he, in 2016 when he was running. You remember? Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Oh well. My silence is deafening. <laughs> so we've been here 50 minutes, and uh, I think you've got everything out. Is there anything that you really want to get out that you forgot? Um, well, I just think if we believe in liberty and we believe in um, people's rights, you know, as the Kansas uh, Supreme Court said, uh, we all have the right for life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. And they have laws on the books that, you know, have a lot of limitations on abortions now. And, you know, to keep it reasonable. And, uh, you know, we all got to love each other. We all got to mm. live together. And I, I do want to mention substitute teaching last year at Field Kinley High School. My dad died, and it was a year before we could do this remembrance. And then I came back, and, you know, and then, you know, I, I decided to run for school board because I was interested. I started going to school board meetings because, you know, all these masks, crazy things you saw on TV about masks. And, and um, other, it was the core curriculum. If some every election cycle they bring up something to complain about. <laughs> always. Yeah. And then and then uh, there are the schools just seem like they're always under attack and it's just crazy. And then there's not one school board member that has a bad bone in their body. Even though I ran, you know, I didn't like and it's just they only have meetings every uh like twice a month or whatever and there is way too much to learn about than you can get into just going to meetings. And Daryl Harbaugh, who's the head of the school board, and he's been around and he's done that work and he knows that stuff. But I'd like to, you know, because I'm a, a math teacher. So anyway, so then I started substitute teaching and it was one of the best feelings of, about all those kids, all that national politics. There's gay kids, there's trans kids, there's interracial, there's all that stuff and nobody bats an eye. None of those kids, they all love each other. And it was just... And, it, you know, they talked about, uh, you know, the politicians trying to make hay out of, out of Biden wanting them to write uh, some, say, you know, banning uh, uh, discrimination for gay kids or something. Did you, did you hear any of that? They were trying to make hay, political hay out of it. Yes. Well, I guarantee you, um, Travis Stalford and Craig Carell there and, and here in Coffeyville and I won't, wouldn't allow any discrimination to anybody anyway, anyhow. You know, and, and so it was just really heartwarming. To be a part of that, so, and uh, anyway, back in that, and so yes, I'm running for 11th district representative, and uh, you know, I mean, these guys brought you a, an amendment to the Constitution with zero education. Thanks a lot, guys. So I think you could deserve better representation, and I'm going to give it to you. Is there any way they can find you if they want to talk to you in person? You got emails, websites, Facebook pages. I just have a Facebook page. It's Greg 11th District, and as a uh, um, Greg, 11th District, Montgomery County, Kansas. Uh, they, uh, as Josh told, spoke about last week or a couple of weeks ago, once you get that Facebook page, you can't change the name. You know, so yeah, sure. yeah so is he, <laughs> not without jumping through hoops you, and sending them all kinds of. You provided us a picture here of the boundaries, and I'll I'll try to get that to our page as well, so people can understand where right. you're at, because you never know where the hell you live anymore. Right, and and the boundaries are basically uh, Road 3500, which is what four miles on the other side of 10th Street Road. 10th Street Road's Road 3900, north south to the county line, north to the county line, and east to the county line. But uh, north of Independence, it, the it scoots over to Road 2700 instead of Road 3500, and it also scoots east and it takes a bite out of Independence. Mm -hmm. The Independence School is actually. Uh, in 
Doug Black's is 12th district, excuse me, and Walmart's in this district, but Brahms is not. Brahms is in my district. The community college is in my district, I say, the 11th district. And so most of Independence, all of Cherryvale, all of Sycamore, all of Deering, all of Coffeyville, Cherryvale, Liberty, are all in the 12th district. And, you know, that's, mo that's all of two school districts and most of a third, and then two community colleges. And I'm just telling you, I'm just saying that this district needs someone that, you know, uh, is is working for public education because uh, we've got a lot of it here. Yep, you've got a teacher sitting next to you. So anyway, well, thank you guys very much. Uh, right. I have my uh, granddaughter's third birthday party that to go to. Okay. All right. Good deal. Happy birthday. Yeah. Uh, thanks for stopping by. Yeah. This is a great example of what I've been trying to preach, and it's I preach it to myself. I have to remember we don't have to agree to treat each other decent. We just don't have to, you know what I mean? Right. And, and we got too much bullshit, people calling names, and we clearly don't agree, but I appreciate you coming by. Yeah, yeah. We um, That was a hard thing about this whole last four or five years. It's just gotten real tense. Yes. And you can blame both sides of the aisle. Uh, all sides. Oh, I'm <laughs> just saying both, it. Yeah. All sides. Always, always yeah. preaching that tribalism, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but anyway, thanks again, and... Um, Y'all have a good weekend. We got to do a little bit of quick business real quick. If you enjoyed this show and uh, you want to hear more of it, please support us. Head over to WKOPodcast.com. If you also want to make some comments about this show and we will play them on the air, you can call our listener hotline at 620-625-0146. All right. There you go. Go do all those things. And thank you. Bye. <laughs>